and welcome to another episode of the Fleekazoid Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. We talk so much about relationships on here, but we do not talk about who you become after the relationship. Like we just don't have one dedicated episode to it. So hey, what's up? We're doing that today. Before we launch into it, I do want to say I'm on Patreon. I'm Fleeksy on there like I'm Fleeksy on every social media platform. Please consider supporting me for $2. If you like what I do here and you find it valuable, it helps me out. Thanks, guys. So today's perspective is going to be coming from my own. It's not going to be all that encompassing of everyone's relationship or dynamic, but I'm coming from personal experience of who I became after my relationships ended. And I mean like some of my longest ones. Like I've had six year on and off ones, but sometimes even when we're just in these like short little situationships, we filter who we are and we try to mitigate our actual selves or we even just try to become who they are and we relent our future into theirs. Like we just think that they know so much more about life and that their world is so much more exciting than ours that we don't even think about what our future selves look like without them in it. So if you are a little codependent or you have enmeshment tendencies, this is something that could happen to you. Like you just don't trust your future enough. You think that they might know more than you. You feel like maybe they might know something about life that makes them more qualified to decide where the future is headed for everybody involved, which is absolutely not true. And that is the problem with codependency and enmeshment. While we may adopt other people's traits or we might learn to like what they like, we don't relent our entire futures or like what we can become as a human being, become dependent on who they are and what they want for us or what we think would be the most digestible version of us to coexist with them. So when the relationship meets its end and you are left with all the scraps of all the things that that person said that they liked about you, that you turned up all the way just for them or all the things that you pretended to like or even forced yourself to like just because they were in your life, you now have no one to celebrate these interests with or anyone to be this specific person for because, well, that was exclusively for them. And it kind of leaves you confused with your identity. It's actually a genuine shock. But this is where independence can be a beautiful thing. And I know that phrase is so like, girl, shut up. Everyone says that. And it doesn't really work to tell someone who's this deep into the like codependency game that like, hey, it's a good thing to be alone. But listen, okay, the fact that you can now decide what you like for you and for no one else that is a good thing. But first, you're going to have to break down all those little things that that person told you about all the stuff that you actually liked that they made you feel bad about. I don't know about you, but my ex made me feel horrible about liking makeup, about being into social media, and about being a little comedian. He told me I was cringy. He hated makeup. He would literally scream when I put it on. And you guys, this is about an ex that I, I don't even have a nickname for. It's just the guy that I dated for six years. And I think I'll just leave it at that. But anyways, yeah, he was so irritated by the things that I loved. And I still did them to a certain extent, but I turned it down like all the way down. Like, you know, when you're in a relationship and you dress like a milk mother maiden because you feel like you're wifely and you shouldn't be attracting other men. 
Yep, I was doing that. And listen, no shade to my milk maidens out there, but that's who I was becoming because that was a very jealous man who was trying to hide me from the world. Like, come on, no social media, no makeup. Yeah, you best believe I was covering it up. So if you're in that stage where you're leaving a relationship and you were leaving a dude who was very judgmental about anything that you liked, now is a time to explore. There are things that you might have not even allowed yourself to even think about being interested in because you knew that that person would judge you or make you feel bad about it. And hey, you valued their opinion. There's nothing wrong with that. You like them and we do that for the people that we like. I'll say this, even with the Scorpio, that man would be like, oh, old men who date women who are young, they're losers. But um, hey, tell me why the Scorpio is like, what, 31 years old? And then he admitted to being super liked by a 19-year-old on Tinder. And just in case if that went right over your head, a 19-year-old on Tinder can't super like you unless your section is open to 19-year-olds. Okay, yeah, very revealing. But for me personally, I didn't know this for a whole year. So every time I went on a date with the guy who was older than me, I told myself, wow, I must be dating losers. No, I was actually dealing with one already <laughs> before I even actually started going out on those other dates. The reason why I'm sharing about my makeup hating ex and about the age judging Scorpio is because these guys are meritless. As soon as I stopped listening to the first guy, like, hello, I went on social media and I'm here today speaking to all of you. That would have never happened if I stayed with this man. He would have kept me from the internet. And look, if you know about my sugar era, the Scorpio did too. And he openly admitted to how insecure it made him that like these guys gave me this life that he could not give me. So that's the situation, besties. These guys are coming from a place of insecurity if they're judging you. And now that they're no longer in your world, you're not bound to the chains of living your life off of their little insecurities or trying to comfort them. So now I want you to think about what you like. I want you to think about all of your interests and I want you to think about all the things that they try to make you feel bad about. What do you actually enjoy? What excites you? And what benefits your life? I don't want you to think about why they didn't like it or trying to get to the sole reason of that because this is about you. You need to explore these things for you because this could be your next big thing. This could be your true passion that you never even got to find out that was your passion because this person was keeping you from it. Sometimes we let these dudes tell us that all our interests and all the things that we like are so lame that we relent ourselves to their interests and we start to think, oh, well, maybe whatever they like must be better by default since they have so much to say about what I like. And then we tell ourselves that we're not into cool things and that we're not cool people. But that's a lie. What you like is cool. And there's a community out there for whatever you're into. Even if it's just like an online community, even if you just start finding these places and spaces to have these conversations and explore these interests in an online setting, you know your brain can't tell the difference with connection if it's like face to face or whether it's digital. Yeah, that connection feels just as rewarding and just as satisfying as one that's face to face. So go find it in any capacity that you can. So my point in saying that is don't just find what you like for yourself, but find a community that's into that too. Find people to share those interests with, get involved. Now on to my next point. After you've decided that you're free to explore your interests, you have to decide who your friends are. This is one you guys are gonna hate me for, but I don't believe that you can be friends with the people who are friends with your ex, especially if they're people who like to party with him or they like to actively hang out with the both of you guys. Like they are always going to find a way to bring him up. They're gonna invite you to places where he's at and it's gonna keep you from moving on. But even worse, it's gonna stop you from becoming the new you. 
Why? Because people who remember you in your old versions and your past self, they don't really accept the idea of you growing out of that. In fact, they can kind of have a way of keeping you back there. They can be a little resistant to it and they might start to judge you as you move your way out of it. Or they'll just straight up distance themselves from you the second that you do start to become this brand new person. So either way, you either lose them first or they lose you. Ideally, though, you have people who allow you to grow. You have people who don't bring this dude up or who don't stalk him on your behalf and give you all the updates on him and people who don't invite you to places where he's going or parties where he will be at. But you would be surprised that if you were willing to share with some people that you work with or even some like random strangers that you just went through the situation, people would want to hang out with you. Like they would want to be that extra support. That's actually how you can make some decent friends. And ideally, you don't just like only use them as punching bags and emotional pillows for your bad situation. But for me, when I was like, hey, you guys, I just got into this like breakup to my coworkers. My coworkers who I had like never hung out with were like, oh, we should go out to the club. We should go out for drinks. Like it was very cute and sweet. And you'd be surprised how people will react in your situation. Like they will want to help you or surround you with love. And if you're feeling cocaine crazy, guess what? I am someone who took it online. Yeah, you can find support that way too. It was actually the most cathartic experience to be able to go on my live stream and talk to you guys. But something that also helped me heal was coming on here, making these podcasts, turning into topics that you guys could learn from. And in the process of trying to learn about my heartbreak and how to heal, I shared it with you guys. And that was also a very healing experience. So consider that too. Who can you become through what you create or who you share with? Also, if you had a loser who was telling you that all your friends are hoes and not to hang out with them and you actually lost your friends in the process of dating this dude, now's your time to hit up all of those hoes. I said this on TikTok and I'm gonna backtrack a little bit here, but between the hair, the makeup, the clothes, the social media, and the friends who are baddies and hoes, um, hi, these men are trying to keep you from being a baddie. They don't want you to reach your full potential and to meet men who could potentially be better than them. All right, so this is one of my final points. And if there's anything more that I think about after this episode and after this point, it's just going to become a part two to this podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But you need to become so drunk on the hope of the future and what lies ahead for you. If you are that person who is codependent and enmeshed and you do not trust yourself to make your own decisions, now is the time to start unlearning that codependency and to start trusting yourself and knowing that you know what's best for you and that you are making all the choices that are right for you. A symptom of thinking that a man's world is by default better than yours and you just might as well cling on to it and throw away everything that you're currently living in is one, thinking that your life can't start until you have a man in your world, which is not true, and also thinking that their life is so much more interesting than yours. No, 
This is where you need to come in and craft that world slowly, stroke by stroke, like one little painting that's going to become a giant masterpiece one day, and they're going to be asking to be painted into it. Some of the girlies might call this manifestation. It is impossible to not make decisions to move towards the world that you want for yourself if you are not actively thinking about it, visualizing it, and asking yourself, what moves do I need to make today to get myself closer to that place? And what moves do I need to make tomorrow to get myself a little bit closer and the day after that? What consistency does this require from me? What level of endurance do I need to have to get to this place? Sometimes you need a role model to get this idea of where you wanna go. Sometimes you need a keyword. I know for me, if I find one keyword, I'm going down the rabbit hole and I'm getting lost in Wonderland. The key is to become so obsessed with creating your own world that you don't even think about the possibility of ever dropping it for a man. If anything, this man is gonna try to become a part of yours. And when he does, it's gonna feel icky and weird and you're gonna be like, ew, go get your own thing. And then you're gonna realize how weird it is that you were doing that for so long. This part of this process requires you to see so far down the road that no matter what is an obstacle in between, you know that it is inevitable that you are going to get to that end goal, whether it takes one year or two years or three years. But if it helps you out, you can radically change your life in three years. You can be in a whole different world within one just by the decisions that you make today that set you up. You have to be so conscious and mindful of every little action that you take and whether it's bringing you closer to that goal or if it's setting you further away or if you're just avoiding it and you're just distracting yourself and you're living in this purgatory. Dr. K, a therapist on YouTube and Twitch, will use this example of like 30 days to 60 days to 90 days to 120 days of everyday practice before something actually changes your life. So it can happen but you do have to be consistent. You have to at least be willing to make a move. And even if the move seems scary and it seems like you're blazing a trail and you're going deeper down this path that no one else has gone down, at least you're doing something for you. To me, that's still your own world. That's how I felt with becoming a content creator. Like every time I did something and I created something and I put it out online, I was like, oh my God, I can't go back to the old me. Oh my God, I'm going deeper and deeper down this crazy authentic version of myself that I was hiding from the world for so long. Like I cannot take this back, especially with a digital footprint. But whatever it is for you, that's for you to decide. And you can get there. It is possible. And if this seems like a lot right now, all you really need is a paper, a pen, and you just need to write down what you want, whether it's an apartment, whether it's the type of climate that you want to live in. Think about your dream world or your dream life. And don't start trying to create a world that has no problems in it because, hey, we all have problems, even if they're good ones. Get a pen, get a paper, start writing down what you want for you. Go on Pinterest, start saving little images, get a vision board, and start thinking about what it's gonna take for you to make these things materialize. And don't get like scared about how long it's gonna take because the time is gonna pass regardless, so you might as well work towards something. And just to break away from the motivational talk for a second, I know how daunting all of this seems because you just got out of this relationship, whether you were rejected, whether you broke up with him, it's like, you almost feel like you have no value and it feels audacious to even think that you could become this brand new person who's so distant from what you feel right now and where you are right now. You do want to take time to process where you actually are, but eventually you want to get to this place where you define your new world, your new identity, and you don't want to be shy about the things that it's going to take to get you there. 
You do not have to pack up and move and you do not have to eat, love, pray. This can all be done in your backyard or in your bedroom. However, I know that there are girls who will definitely do that because they have the means to and why the fuck not? Go ahead. I support the move. However, uh, if you're not financially in that place to do it, once again, you can do this at your home. So whether you were actually in a long relationship breakup or whether it was a situationship, I know how that can like shake your identity and your sense of self and everything that you thought was going to come ahead of you. It's really important right now that whatever future you thought you were going to have with that man or any way that you thought that this dude was going to make your life easier, dead that thought right now. That is no longer a possibility. It's no longer a hope. You are now living for you. You are now on your own path and you are blazing it. Be proud about it. It's a very exciting thing to have the opportunity of life and especially to be young, to be beautiful, to be smart, to be educated, to have access to the internet, however you want to define your value. It is amazing that you have it right here, right now. Let me ask you this. How many stinky doo-doo boys have you dealt with in the past that you have either completely forgot about or you don't even entertain the idea of physically being with them? Sometimes you might even have forgotten their names or their faces. Yeah, that's going to happen to this guy. The more you become obsessed with your new life and you form these new patterns and these new habits and you get these new problems, your brain is going to kill those synapses that keep his memory alive. So this is where today's episode ends. If I feel like I have anything more to add on this, I will make a part two. However, if this is your first time listening to me on this podcast, hey, what's up? Some recommendations that I want to send you to if you are feeling heated in the moment of this topic. Go check out the episode called Stop Identifying with the Anger and Pain of a Bad Situation. I also want you to watch the episode No Man Equals No Value. I just feel like they both go hand in hand with this one. So I think they'll really help you out. Go check it out. But my entire podcast has a lot of zingers, all right? You will not be disappointed. If you don't already follow me on Instagram or Twitter, TikTok, well, if we even still have Twitter by next week. Yeah, I'm fleeksy on everything, basically. This is what I'm trying to say. Also, I upload these episodes to YouTube on the specific channel called Fleekazoid, and you guys can comment individually to leave me feedback on these very episodes, and I love to see it, so please do. One of the best forms of feedback, though, is leaving me five stars on Apple or Spotify, wherever you're listening, and leaving a cute little comment, especially if you're watching on Apple. Also, once again, I am on Patreon. If you like my content and you want to support what I do here, all I ask is for $2. Yes, two doll hairs. It helps me out. So that is today's episode. Thank you guys so much for making it to the very, very end. I hope you all have a great day. Bye.